Hello and welcome to the J Train Podcast. This is J Train, Jared Freed, coming to you live from the quarantine cabin up in Harlem, New York City, with your Freed by Noon episode. That's right. We are here every single day to get you through the quarantine that we are in. Listen, every day I'll be taking emails. I'll be answering questions, your stories, your emails, your questions. Every single day, all you got to do is tell a friend. All you got to do, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend, 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 tell a friend, 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 tell a friend, 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 tell a friend, rate, review, subscribe. That's all you got to do. Share it on your Instagram stories. Tell a friend. Tweet. Facebook. All your social medias. And you can send in your email to jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. We have so many great emails. I want to thank you all for getting involved. Keep on getting involved. Let's do it. What to do when a guy is too above virtual dating. Hi, Jared. Love your podcast and the You Up podcast. I rated, reviewed, subscribed. Before the quarantine, I matched with a guy on Hinge. We had plans to go on a date. However, with the new stay-at-home policies taking place, we couldn't meet up. I suggested we do a virtual happy hour, but he didn't want to, which is fine. I get that some people are are uncomfortable doing virtual dates, but he said that he didn't want to do it because that means, quote, the world is officially over if it has come to this. I hit him up this week to see how he was doing, and this is what he said. Uh, she attached the text. Is work super busy for you because of everything? How's week two of staying at home? He wrote, it's three weeks now. Sorry if I just can't really get myself to do the whole all digital thing right now. I'd still like to take you out, but in real life, once things calm down, can we just hold off until then? And then she writes, oh, right, it's been three weeks for you. Oh, okay, just text me when things have calmed down. He writes, will do, thanks for understanding, and stay safe out there. I don't understand why he wants to even stop texting now. It's one thing to not want to FaceTime, but to stop texting? I literally only asked how he was doing. Clearly, I will not go on a date, respond to his text the next time when this is all over. What advice can you give to those who are trying to virtually date or at least keep a conversation going, but they're meeting people who are above it, quote unquote? Thanks. Love listening to your podcast every day. There's nobody that's above it. You are you, you are fine, he is him, he is fine. This is just not a match. I think what this does is it adds another thing in to see if the mix goes through, okay? You are dating someone. It doesn't have to be that you're eight years in. And this is the thing with dating. Everyone imagines that their problems aren't enough to be involved in the dating world. Yes, your problems are enough at every level of the dating. So when you say to him, hey, sucks we couldn't meet. Let's do a virtual date. He's going to go, oh, if if we're going to virtually date, that means the world has really ended. It's like, okay, you two are not a match. I mean, imagine dating this person in any other scenario. This is someone, and I don't mean to make them the bad guy, but what I'm saying is they are someone that I don't see eye to eye with. I look at them and I go, 
You can't just go on a phone call for 10 minutes to see if we're cool. What that means is he didn't think your conversation was enough to go to the next step. Just because we're in quarantine land, oh, whoa, I got to sit on my bed and do nothing. No, that's not what it means. It means the atmosphere has changed. So you are moving with the atmosphere and he's saying, I'm not going that way. I only do things this way. I mean, this is the same thing as going to dinner with him and him saying, well, I don't get appetizers. That's the same thing. So stop thinking that because this quarantine is happening, that your taste doesn't exist. Your taste now exists in a world of quarantine, in a world of coronavirus. This is the alternate 1985 from Back to the Future. We are now in this reality where the quarantine exists. Does he want to do a virtual date? No. When he says no, you go, hmm, I guess someone's too above virtual dating. Then you go, it's time for me to leave. Good luck with your life. You might find other people like this, but to me, this is something that goes into the stew of you two mixing. And sometimes bubble gum doesn't go with olive oil, right? You're bubble gum. He's olive oil. You don't mix. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Watched hookup receive nudes in class. Frowny face. Jared, thank you very much for your entertainment and loud energy. Makes my day. I'm not sure if you can answer this question because it's regarding a girl and not a guy. I'm also female. I'll do my best. So last semester, I had a thing with this girl for the whole semester. We're both in college. It was casual and fun. We would go on dates and hook up sometimes. We had a conversation about a month in that neither of us were wanting something serious. I went on a date with someone else in the meantime, and I think she saw other people too, uh, though I didn't ask. At the time, I really didn't want anything serious, but I started catching feelings, and by the end of the semester, we were hanging out almost every night. I don't know if I'm making it up, but I feel like she started catching feelings too because she would talk about continuing things next semester, which I didn't even talk about, and initiated a lot of hanging out. It wasn't just me. The weird thing was that only we only actually had sex three times during the semester, but kisses and cuddling were constant. We probably should have talked about what we were feeling at this point, but didn't. Fast forward to after winter break. She came by my room the first day back, but nothing changed. We just hung out. After that, the vibe got weird. I felt as though I were initiating everything and getting very mixed signals from her. We had a class together, though, so I couldn't just distance myself. Until one day in class, I watched her receive nudes on her computer from a girl I know. Who shit? This is a porno I wrote. I then had to react to their, uh, had to read their text messages of, wow, you're so hot, and plan when to hook up that night. You didn't have to read those things. You saw the screen and you kept looking. It really hurt. I then found out that they are dating, even though they had only known each other for a week. Nude girl even has a smiley emoji next to her contact name. How do you know so much about what's going on in this girl's phone? How do you know that she has a smiley face? I understand that you were behind her in class and saw a nude pop up. But then, I mean, I'd be like, I, I would look away for a minute. It looked like you were behind them and you were just like, oh, 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 hey, what's going on on your computer? 
Why would she mess around with me for a whole semester and date this girl after one week? We have been texting during quarantine, but we kind of ignore our history and she still doesn't know I watched her receive nudes in class. I want to still be friends with her because I know her pretty well at this point, but I'm still hurt. And whenever I think about her and the other girl, I want to vomit. And when I'm texting her, I'm still jealous. Should I tell her any of this? I have not communicated any of this or that I even liked her, although I feel like she could tell. Should I stop talking to her? I'm afraid I actually only want to be friends because I'm hoping someday it will be something more. Well, I appreciate this email. Um, I don't think, yes, women, men, gender plays some sort of role in this, but I don't think it's above me to understand what's going on. Here's what happens with hookups. Some people are just, when you say I want to be casual and they say me too, your understanding of what casual is is totally different. When you say casual, you're like, well, she only hooks up with me and only receives nudes from me. When she says casual, she's like, well, I see her when I see her and I fuck everyone else when I see them. Both meanings of casual could be true. Here's what happened. You guys had a contract negotiation. That first time you said, you're not looking for anything, I'm not looking for anything, boom. Then you hung out more. Then you made assumptions based on how the hangout went that the contract had changed. That doesn't mean it. You have to have another contract negotiation to change the contract. You can't just assume you're still working under the casual contract you wrote. So to her, she's like, that's someone I hooked up with. We were very casual. We agreed. That's all we wanted. It's not up to her to read your mind to know what you want. The other person came in and they exchanged nudes, which I agree does hurt, does hurt to know and see. And now you look at it and you go, and you don't know their relationship. Her and the other girl have nothing to do with you and her. Her and the other girl, after a week getting together and becoming a match, that doesn't mean that she didn't get serious with that girl in spite of you. She didn't look at that girl and go, oh, they aren't in bed sucking on each other's nipples, being like, oh, thank God it isn't that other chick gross nipples. That's not what they're saying. It feels that way. It's not what's going on. They found a match that works for them. All of us are looking for a puzzle piece, okay? We're all looking for a puzzle piece that fits. You were a puzzle piece in the same puzzle, but not next door. And that's how she saw it. I would say to you, becoming friends is way down the line. For now, I think it's okay to let her know that you, it's okay to let someone else know that you want an ending. I think sometimes with these casual things, what makes us feel the worst is that we just kind of let them, you know, fizzle out and then you don't get any answers to any of the questions that you had. It's okay to text her and say, hey, it feels like we're on different pages. I was starting to feel a little bit more serious with you, and it feels like you're drifting away. I'm going to end this right now before it gets more weird for me. Don't do this because right now you can't get mad at this woman for operating by the standards of the contract you guys agreed to, which was to be casual, which was to hook up, which was to be on your own and not be responsible for the other person. Right now, you're getting mad at a contract that you thought would sound nice for you too, but you never got her to agree. So you need to 
end it on your terms. When you say, hey, I'm out of here, they might write back, well, why? Well, I need more attention from someone I'm being casual with. And we were starting to get serious, and then it got not serious after the break, and now I'm sitting here wondering, you know, why you're not texting as much, and I'm starting to feel badly about something that I have no right to feel badly about. Friendship might come, but friendship comes after you've moved on. Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast at gmail.com. Hi, Jared. What do you make your job title on the apps when you've been laid off? Here's what you do. Get rid of the whole job section. Don't even get into that. Here's, I mean, as someone, I am a comedian and podcaster and screamer of charcuterie. What I always did on dating apps is I didn't put any of that information in there because to me, this is my baby. Screaming at you from my bedroom is my baby. I don't let people into the inner workings of that world until they've earned their way into the vulnerability of that world. So that's the same for your job. I would say it's okay to date when you're out of a job. It's okay to be in between things. A lot of people are. Remove it from there and only release that information to the people that you feel right releasing it to. And sometimes you release it to that person and it's not really that great. I used to be like, oh, I'm a comedian. And then the person would write back, why don't you tell me a joke, funny guy? And then I would say, goodbye. So you're going to write to people and have good conversations on dating apps and they're going to go, so what do you do for work? Well, with what's going on right now, my company actually closed. So I'm in between things. I'm on unemployment until things get back again. Then I'll be able to look again. They could say to you, wow, that's uh, awful. Oh my God. What it, you know, you could have a good conversation from that information. It can also go down the road of, oh, <laughs> how are we going to go on a date then if you're out of work? Goodbye. Do you see what I'm talking about? Again, this is back to the first email. This is the environment. You're trying to find cotton candy to go with your gum. Some people are olive oil. You ain't going to mix. Sometimes you're, you know, you're vinaigrette and you're olive oil and they go well together when you dip some bread in. That doesn't always happen, but sometimes that works. So you got to figure out this is a mix that now has in the mix you, coronavirus, other person. How do those paints mix up? Do they make brown shit or do they make beautiful pink and blues and uh, and chartreuse? Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. How much phone is too much? Hey, Jared, first off, I appreciate everything you do. I've made anyone who listens to the podcast listen to at least one episode. Also spam the Hilarities Facebook page to get you to come back to Cleveland. I hope to come back to Cleveland the minute this ends. I'm going to walk to Cleveland. I'll cut to the chase. I'm 100% not mad that my boyfriend who is quarantined with me spends a lot of time on his phone while we are in this state of weirdness with nothing to do all day. But there are times where I have asked him to put it down and or am trying to have a conversation with him and can't hold his attention. 
My question is, how much phone is too much phone? Am I being crazy that I feel angry that I can't seem to get a minute of his attention? Thanks so much. Always be feathering. So I think this is a good question. I think now is not the time to be um, Mother Teresa of, of technology. I don't think it's time to be Pope John technology. Nobody wants to hear, oh, look, at you're on your phone again. Yeah, there's nothing else to do. We are locked in an 800-square-foot jail cell together. I'm going to look at my phone. I'm going to daydream. I'm going to zone out. We understand that also you have to interact with the people you are quarantined with. So it's okay to say to someone, hey, let's do an hour together. Why don't you set the expectation? Hey, 6 o'clock, can we just do wine together and just kind of chill without our phones? Oh, there you go. Now you're talking. But to sneak up, I think what happens with the phone a lot of times is people sneak up on you with, hey, you fucking asshole, you, you're on your phone again all the time. I can't stand it. It's like, whoa, 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 give me a chance to be a better person. Don't sneak up. Don't say that, sit there all day, you know, w- you know, Johnny angry phone. Mm, look at them sitting on their phone. They're never on their phone. They're always looking at that app and this app. Oh, and they're looking at butts and they're looking at food accounts. And oh. and then at, at one point go, so looked up for your phone for one minute. It's like, okay, why were you, were you waiting for me? Were you, were you building a case against me? What were you doing all day? Watching me look at my phone? Seems like you could have been doing better things too. So why don't you propose solutions? Don't just sit in negativity. When you look at someone and go, you've been on your phone all day, the response is always, go fuck yourself. Yeah, I got nothing to do here. Or a lot of my work happens on my phone, so you don't know what's work stuff versus play stuff. So why don't you propose, hey, let's sit in the land of positivity. Hey, why don't we do wine, 6 o'clock, no phone hour. We're spending a lot of time on our phones. I know I am. How about at six o'clock? We take a break together and we have a glass of wine and, and do something that's non-phone related. We'll put them in the other room and then we'll come back to them. We'll set a timer because it's hard for everybody. It's hard for everybody to separate work, boredom, play, and all of those three ha- things happen on your phone. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Let's do another email. Secret work romance. Hi, Jared. I've come to you for sage advice. My boyfriend and I have been dating for five months now, very much due to your wisdom. And it's going great. The only issue is that we work together in a small manufacturing facility and it's a complete secret. I'd been hoping to keep this secret forever since he's applying, been applying for jobs but he has not been able to find a new job yet. We have decided to go on a week-long vacation with friends to Russia in May. Well, I don't know if that vacation's happening. I don't think you're going to Russia. There is no way this will go unnoticed if we both are gone for so long at the same time. The thought of everyone at work gossiping about us makes me feel sick, but it feels necessary, like a necessary evil at this point. How do you suggest going about this? Thank you so much. I would think this is a very difficult thing well, first of all, 
Let's say your vacation is happening. Let's say it's all going down. I think there's a responsible way to go to work about your work romance, and it happens with you guys together. I think you have to go super professional. I don't think this is one of those things. You said you're five months in. You're obviously serious. You and the boyfriend like each other enough that you guys need to come to the conclusion, hey, we are both going to reveal this to the company. The more professional you are, the more professional everyone at the company has to be, no matter how small it is. So if you go to the uh, to the person, if you two go to your both your boss and say, hey, we have something that's a little uncomfortable to let you know, but we want to make sure that no one gets in trouble, that we're all on, on, on the up and up, what is the material that we can fill out to say that we're in a workplace relationship? Because when you start bringing... HR and the boss into it and you say to them, hey, this is kind of just came up over time. We are on the same page. We're having a great time, but we don't want our work life getting interrupted by, you know, the relationship that we have. So we want to know what type of paperwork you have. Now you've put it on the people at the, at the company. Now they have to be as professional as you just were. If you choose the other angle and you go, hey, he fingers me every Friday. Now everyone's using the word finger and we're all in, in outer space and crazy land. You be professional. That forces everyone else to be professional. That gets rid of the gossip. Then, it you know, there's still going to be gossip, but it's going to be gone in like a day as opposed to like a week of like, did you hear? Did you hear? He puts his finger in her. Oh, my God. Get Be professional. Podcast at gmail.com. Train podcast at gmail.com now we started a new segment and i want to bring it back it is judge j train let's get the judges quarters in order hit the music shelby hear me hear me court is in order last week i asked for your judge j train issues I've gotten a few emails that I will judge on right now. Quarantine conflicts for Judge J Train. My husband and I are having a fight about handling after work cleansing. He is still going to work and I'm at home with the kids. I'm requesting that he come into the basement door and shower downstairs. We have an apartment in the basement and leave his shoes, coat and work bag down there before coming up. He thinks I'm being ridiculous and has agreed to take a quick shower, but not come through the separate door. His argument is if he has it, he has it, and it's not going to make a difference. I see his point, but I am thinking perhaps if we were, if there were germs on his clothes or shoes he hasn't touched yet, he can get rid of those before touching me or the kids. And I will, sh- and a shower will not kill him, and it takes two seconds. And what's the difference? Does it make it where he takes it? I offer to clean out the rarely used basement shower and everything. What say you? He doesn't work in a hospital, but interacts with a good number of people. Thanks for keeping us entertained during this time. Frequent listener, even though I'm married with kids, I still love all your stuff. Yeah, I don't see uh, having kids and being married a reason to not like my stuff. Here's what I'll say. The judge, in the case of the annoying wife and the husband who doesn't want a social distance, I have to take the side of the annoying wife because... There is a door that comes in from outside. To me, it's a question of just changing up his calendar one notch. You know, you only have to change it 
a little bit. You can come through, and it takes... All of this is new. All of this is weird. To me, he has agreed to change very little about his life for the greater good. He's still leaving house for work. He's still interacting with a lot of people. The least he can do is put your anxieties away by coming through a different door and showering when you're willing to clean up the shower and everything. In this case, I rule in favor of annoying wife who all she wants to do. But I would say with the caveat that this is your only coronavirus germ issue. You can't start being like, well, I don't know. He talked to someone and his breath smells like coronavirus. No, 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 no. If he goes through the process that you put, the the obstacle course that you have put out, which is side door, basement shower, take off clothes, in the hamper, you're willing to clean the clothes that go in the hamper. That, to me, is compromise enough that he could make so that he can leave for work every day without listening to you telling him he's leaving for work. I order him to go through separate door. We got more Judge J train. Let's go Judge Jared, roommate's new girlfriend, COVID-19 edition. Hey, Jared, you're the best. I won't say thank you because I've been telling all the friends. That's all we need. I would love to hear Judge Jared's ruling on people breaking quarantine to see significant others. I live in L.A. My roommate just got a girlfriend, and we are under quarantine like NYC, only allowed to leave the house for activities deemed essential. Am I a douche for not wanting his girlfriend to come over and put us at risk? When I tried to bring up that it made me uncomfortable, he just yelled at me. Am I being dramatic? The government is literally asking us to stay indoors. I would say, in this case, I am on the emailer's side because here's the thing. It's not like there's two different people right now. There's people looking at their roommate going, hey, you live together. I don't want outside people coming into the apartment just because you need to get your dick sucked. If you need to get head, if you need to suck on a titty, why don't you go to them and then not stay and then, you know, go to them come back, shower, go through the side door like annoying wife just made her husband do. No, you shouldn't be bringing in the shipment of COVID. I would prefer you to bring it out. But here's the other thing. The whole idea of social distancing is that to get to your apartment, maybe they have cars. They're saying, well, I'm going in my car. But the more people you're interacting with on a daily basis, the more you're doing it to the, you're taking away from the greater good. The reason I take the emailer side is because she is telling someone in her apartment to be a better person. And that is very uncomfortable. I do understand they want to fuck. They want to whatever. They should only get to fuck after they have self-quarantined for 14 days. If they've self-quarantined for 14 days, then they can travel to each other and see each other for um, uh, an asshole licking or two. That's Judge J Train. Send in your judgments to J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Let's do the coronavirus rant of the day. Hit the music, Shelby. Today's coronavirus rant is to anyone challenging someone to do push ups. Nobody wants to do push ups. Nobody thinks your challenge is cute. Nobody thinks that they've been like, oh, I've been wanting to get down and do 10. 
Oh my god, and nobody's good at doing push-ups. Let's all be real. All of our push-ups are half push-ups. They're not real. So now you're wanting me to not only do you want me to do push-ups, but you want me to embarrass myself in all my fr- in front of my friends and family? No. If you let's think about this. If you walked up to me in the middle of the street and you said, "Hey man, I challenge you." I would be like, "Get the fuck out of my face. I'm walking across the street to get away from you." Drop and give me 10. If anyone ever came up to me and was like, drop and give me 10, I'd be like, get the fuck away from me. I don't want to speak to you anymore. I will never speak to you again, and I will avoid you at all costs. Drop and give me 10. Why don't you drop and give yourself 10, and you go and you work out in the privacy of your own home without bringing us all in on this because you can't do anything on your own. Is that why you want us to do push-ups? Because you can't sit there and do them on your own? You're too embarrassed to try something on your own without everyone getting everyone, the whole crew involved? What are you, the same person that needs to get everyone together for you to go to a fitness class? I don't want to go to a fitness class with you. I don't want to do push-ups with you. I don't need your challenge. I'll do everything on my own. It, it, it's just like, I don't even know who is the person that even invented this challenge. What do they think they're doing? Who do they think they're helping? You think we're all sitting at home and like, oh man, if only we had 14 seconds of our day filled up with some sort of fitness push-up thing. No. I want you to challenge me to eat a bunch of cookies. I want you to challenge me to drink a vodka soda. How about I challenge you to get the fuck out of everyone's face and stop uh, putting yourself in other people's lives? So now every time I get tagged in one, I have to ignore it and be put face to face with the idea that I don't want to work out today? Thanks. Thanks for the reminder that I'm a fat fuck. That's what I... Oh, thank you so much. Thanks. Your push-up challenge brought me to a different place. Thank you. I was wondering if I could do 10 push-ups. I spent the whole day wondering... Oh, oh man, I get tired at seven? Good to know. Good to know I'll probably die of a heart attack and I'm not strong enough to do seven push-ups and I probably can't please a woman. That's what I needed to know. That's today's coronavirus rant. Every day we rant about the coronavirus. Send in yours to jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Let's... Go to Quick Hits. You can send your Quick Hits questions. I get them every day on the Instagram. Let's do it. Hit the music, Shelby. Weird to hook up, to FaceTime a hookup during this time, hung out twice. It's not weird to do anything. Call them. FaceTime them. If anything, this tells you where you stand. To me, to me, the coronavirus, the quarantine is the magnifying mirror and you're just getting a close look at the pores and the blackheads. Let's see how many your relationship has. How many cohabitable relationships are going to end as soon as we can go outside? I think a lot. I think a lot of relationships become stronger and a lot have become weaker. A lot of people are saying, oh shit, this is what it's like once we don't have friends. Here's what, the thing about The thing about the quarantine is it's teaching couples what it's like once everyone's been coupled off. So I think a lot of younger couples are definitely going to break up. A lot of older ones are going to go, shit, this is what it's like once we're retired, once the kids graduate. So it's a lot of that. But you're just putting face-to-face people, them with their own realities. It's just a, 
a louder reality. We dated one month pre-corona. He's 25, a virgin. I liked him. Now he's not really texting. What the fuck? Yeah, you're broken up. It's over. Here's the thing. Just because you had one good month doesn't mean you automatically have seven good months. What do you what do you want? You wanted to know now or later? Components of the perfect nude from a lady. The nude I would want from a lady is something that is both sexual and classy. So you want like a hand reaching down the body with a touch of the nipple like so. How to move on if a guy really ghosts you. I think texting the guy or girl that ghosted you and saying, hey, ghost acknowledged, ghost has been taken in, this is over. I think an ending helps a ghosted person more than anything, and an ending only takes one person. It takes you. So text them, hey, just want to let you know, it's weird I haven't heard from you. I'm letting you know it's done for me as well. There's no coming back from the dead. I'm not a friendly. Is it too soon to be complaining about all the FaceTimes and nonstop texting? I think it's okay to say no. I think it's also, just like these people that are writing in like, oh, they won't FaceTime, they won't text. You can also wait a minute to text back. You don't have to get back to people right away. There's This is a reality that you can get back anytime. People are happy to hear from you when they hear from you. Guys all of a sudden not shaving their face. Yeah, this is it. I think we should all stop shaving. I think we should all see what type of bush we can grow by the end of this. I'm going to be full beard with it braided up and down, both up here and downstairs. Is my masturbation getting out of hand? A lot of hat tricks past few weeks. The hat trick is when you masturbate three times in a day. I think you got to do as much self-care as you can do. Now's the time for masturbation. Now's the time for three times. Now's the time for you to do three times and go, that's enough, and look in the mirror and go, what's wrong with me? Cute coworker with a boyfriend, playfully flirt or pass? Um, I wouldn't playfully flirt because they will give it back to you. I think a lot of people that are you know will receive a flirt and say whoa i did nothing wrong and then you can get out of your ahead of yourself and now you're thinking well he's been receiving all my flirts he must be into you yeah he's into you just enough to not ruin his life how to get out of a snapchat limbo with a guy i mean you stop snapchatting here's my number text me and then don't accept anything less than text me my friend's cousin has been flirting. I'm into it. What now? Send a DM. Send a text. Move it to text. Move it to FaceTime. Take it to the next level. This is the thing. It feels weird to think that a FaceTime's the next level, but it is. How to deal with all the horn dogs on dating apps right now because of quarantine. Right now, because of the quarantine and because no one is being at, everyone has the excuse to not ask you on a date, so everyone is going to do the ulterior thing. Hey, why don't you send me that tit? Hey, we're in quarantine. Everyone turns into the Italian guy on the corner now. Hey, all these guys on dating apps are now, hey, what? We're in quarantine. It's The quarantine is basically spring break. 
Because everyone's like, ah, how do you blame me? I need a dit. Come on. Give me a little nude action. Oh, you don't want to? No problem. I'll move to the next person. Ah, you don't want to send me a little dit? Okay, next one up. No harm, no foul. That's the thing. All these horn dogs on dating apps and on DM, they're all there because it's no harm, no foul to them. They're like, hey, I'm, I'm locked away. So are you. You don't want to show me some, uh, you know, your foot? Fine, I'll find someone who will. Why do some guys think casual means not having to always reply to your text? Because that's what casual means. You, don't, no, 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 don't blame your definition of casual on the other person. Blame yourself for not being open about what you define casual to be. How to turn a friends with benefits into a relationship. You let the person know that you're done with friends with benefits. You need a contract nego- renegotiation. Hey, this, and it, and it can't be personal. Hey, this has been a lot of fun. I want this to move to the next level. I'm not looking to do the friends with benefits thing anymore. If you're up for that, I'm here for it. If not, please let me know so I can move on. But this won't be what we'll be doing from now on. How do you know a guy's real intentions with you and not just saying what you want to hear? Uh, action action so if he says what you want to hear that's great but what does that develop into what does that mean okay so let's oh yeah i would love to date you this would be so much fun let's go on facetime i think not assuming that things said mean more mean more for your definition of the relationship look back to that first email we did with the girl that was mad about the the casual girl getting nudes from someone else she's mad you know, at, at that she got, she's mad that the things this girl said to her seemed like someone she would date, but she never asked for the definition. J train podcast at gmail.com. We're here every single day, freed by noon. Keep sharing, keep telling your friends. We'll be back next episode. Boom.